Broadcast Network, AfterBuzz TV. Over 20 million weekly downloads in over 150 countries and your number one source for after-show entertainment. Johnson. TV, the destination for TV superfans, producing aftershows for over 300 of your favorite TV shows, interviewing celebrities and showrunners, and bringing you behind-the-scenes exclusives. All thanks to E! Entertainment's Maria Menounos, producer Kevin Undergaro, and internet leader Akamai. Now, let the buzz begin! Oh, man. This song is so good. Hello, After Buzzers. Welcome to the People vs. O.J. Simpson American Crime Story After Show here on After Buzz TV. Um, subscribe to our channel, first of all, before we get started. Subscribe to our channel. Check out all the other shows that we have. Check us out on iTunes. Give us five stars. Um, five comment. We want to know what you guys think. And, uh, yeah, we're going to be covering Season 1, Episode 1, titled The Ashes of Tragedy. My name's Pegarad. You can find me on Twitter, at Pegarad. I'm joined with a stellar group of human beings today. Shaka? I'm Shaka Smith. You can find me on Twitter, at Shaka Strong, Instagram as well. I'm Stephanie Georgie. You can follow me on Twitter, at Stephanie Georgie, on Instagram, at the Stephanie Georgie. Beautiful. I'm Chris Howard. You can follow me at Chris Howard Live, and you can also find me at LegendaryLivingDaily.com. Awesome. So, wow. Okay. Initial thoughts. Wow. Were you guys taken yeah. back? Were you Absolutely. were you taking down memory lane? Because I was. Yeah, I mean, I think I, for me, I was just surprised by what I didn't know. I thought I really knew this case. I felt like I had watched it, and I was like, I had no idea what was going on. Mm -hmm. I was just excited and anticipating what it was going to be like, if it was going to feel real, or if I felt, if I wasn't going to feel connected, but I definitely do. And I think as much as I wasn't aware of the case when it was happening, the trial, excuse me, um, I did feel involved, and I, it, yeah. it did remind me of so much that was going on then. I think uh, I think a lot of people were really concerned about how it was going to hit, mm -hmm. you know, mm -hmm. how it was going to represent the the case. I know I saw the other day the Goldmans, uh, the, the the father, uh, Ron Goldman, uh, his his dad was on TV, and he was saying, "God, God this is all this generation is going to know of this mm -hmm. because they weren't around then." So I sure hope they represent this in the right way. Mm -hmm. And I think I think he'd be proud of what's uh, being put out right. there. Right now. Right. For me, it was the first time I watched a show where it felt familiar. Mm -hmm. I, I felt like I was replaying a part of my own life, even though I was a young kid when this was happening. But it just Do brought tell. back so many <laughs> memories. I mean, oh. actually, speaking of it, June 17th is my birthday. Mm -hmm. 1994, my ninth birthday. I remember watching the White Bronco chase. And it, it just starting from that point, it was such a huge part of, I don't know, my ninth year of life. <laughs> um, but I remember it so strongly. So did it have that same connection for you guys, too? Yeah, where were you? Well, I, I remembered the chase, and I, I thought I, I thought I remembered the chase, and I thought I remembered the trial. But then, I, as I'm watching, I just, I cut out so many details. I thought, right. he was, I thought he was, you know, there was a murder, and I thought he was in the chase the next day, and I thought there was a trial a week later. Right. So I just realized there were so many missing pieces for me. Absolutely. I remember specifically what channel it was on. It was on channel 18, the channel I didn't like to watch. <laughs> um, and I just, I also remember just OJ looking down and then mm -hmm. me being introduced to like the court system like mm -hmm. trial yeah. i'm like oh what is that and then at that point i you know this a crime happened so now they have to figure out 
who is right, who is wrong, you know, the very basic of, you know, how and, you introduce to someone. And right. I remember having new choices. I remember you could, every channel, like I had no cartoons, there was nothing. Really? <laughs> it was just, yeah. When it was only, that's, I think that's more specifically what yeah. I remember is just not nothing. being able to find something And to I had watch. no cable, so that was it. That's, yeah, yeah, exactly, yeah. <laughs> this was probably the way a lot of people were introduced to the judicial system in, mm -hmm. in the United States of America, because I think this was pre-Judge mm -hmm. Judy. Mm -hmm. Right, absolutely. Yeah, this was pre all these, uh, these modern day uh, inside the courtroom shows, so this was one of the first times and I, I was probably the oldest I have to admit I, I'm 46 years old today so I was today uh, not today oh. <laughs> <laughs> um, but I was uh, I remember uh, I think I was in Florida at the time and I just had to I was working at Club Med but I'd sneak away just to watch this thing so I watched the whole thing plan, uh, pan out and it boy it seems so familiar mm -hmm. all the little details right. so this show is a spin-off of American Horror Story which was uh, Ryan Murphy's and Brad Falchuk's other show mm -hmm. huge hit mm -hmm. I covered the after show actually for that one too oh, awesome. um, and he directed the first episode and you can tell with his camera movements. Are you guys familiar with Ryan? Yeah. yeah. So he, um, just the, the movement of how, I don't know if you guys noticed, but with him getting out of the car at the funeral and that camera movement, and it's just so mm -hmm. Ryan Murphy, so visual. So I really enjoyed that aspect Very of well it. Very well done. Very well done. Um, but let's talk about the setting. So it takes place, obviously, in Brentwood, Stephanie, California. Talk about that. Oh, yeah, sorry. I was just excited because I currently work in Brentwood, and it's so weird to hear these streets. For for instance, um, set when there's a, a part which will bring up in a moment um, where one of the witnesses has a run-in with him on San Vicente and Bundy, a street I drive on every single day, and Bundy is something that I, you know, where I walk to. And I was just watching the intersection, and I can't believe that this community that I'm very familiar with now had something like this happen. Yeah. I mean, crazy. that's crazy dramatic. And you know how you see at the funeral, you know, people we're very familiar with, which is I think why we're all identifying with this story a little bit now. You know, we see Chris Jenner, we see, uh, what was Faye's, Faye's last name? Resnick. 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 Excuse me, Faye Resnick. That's all true. I mean, I, I were somewhere where the community sees each other and they're like, oh, hey, how's it going? How's it going? How's it going? It's very close, yeah. very close. And then to have a double homicide, by you know from two people or from one person that everyone was super familiar with is just out of control it was wild it was wild i remember driving to bundy right like right after it happened and you know obviously mm -hmm. the tourists were flooding in tour buses wanted to go by that area mm -hmm. so i remember it was a really busy place mm -hmm. but there was the the interest was peaked so much yeah, yeah it's so surreal like, because yeah, like for me growing up it was such a far away thing it was yeah. not i'm from miami so it was like not mm -hmm. in my world and now i'm like looking at the streets and i'm seeing familiar places it's just really bizarre but it's kind of cool yeah and just so everyone knows uh brentwood is a little city the west of the 405 if you're familiar with our freeways and it's really close to santa monica really close to the beach a beautiful area nice restaurants nice places um, upscale. A, a very uh, upscale, very upscale. And where, yeah. the, where the majority of like your our a-list actors live so you could imagine, you know, that first line, I loved it. Marsha Clark. She says, there's no there's no yeah. murders in Brentwood. And she's not lying. That was, I feel like, I bet you that was a line that was really said. Mm -hmm. yeah. and, and they hit it again also with the uh, detective later. Two homicides in Brentwood, there's going to be media. Yeah, yeah. exactly. They're going to come. Pretty what, what did you guys think about the opening with the whole Rodney King thing where they opened mm -hmm. up with the riots previously uh, and setting the frame that way? It was so interesting because mm -hmm. you don't, you know, growing up as a kid, you don't have a framework for what things are happening. In. Right. And I, I didn't even understand as I was watching it, why are they opening with this? And then mm -hmm. shortly thereafter, I realized they're framing the scene. Absolutely. This was, uh, you know, people were very hostile towards the LAPD and minorities. And this was almost 
kind of setting up the vindication for Absolutely. what may have gone on before. That's what it we see happening across the country on the other right. side today. You today. Know, when you're looking yeah, at it's almost, almost crazy. Um, 22 it's, years later. Right, I think it, it sets us up how we're supposed to feel, which yeah. I'm surprised because I remember just even in the beginning, the way that Marsha was so passionate about this case, I, I don't know why I said it, it's not even like I lived through it, and I was like, yeah, but the same way she's passionate about this, everyone else was passionate about Rodney King, but we did nothing about it. Exactly, yeah. And so I think that this show is gonna bring a lot of feelings, which I also have to say, we're gonna do our best to be very neutral, and mind you, we're just <laughs> yeah. recapping this episode. Um, but it's intense, and it's yeah. it's, a, it's a definitely passionate story, and I think the best part is, is that it's true. Yeah. So, you know, how do you not put the, well, your feelings in it? Just speaking of feelings, you know, for me, I, I'm, I'm looking at, this and you know, uh, our dear friend Shaka over here is also doing Making a Murderer, doing the after show of that mm -hmm. right now. And so I think both of these shows are just giving us insight into the judicial system and yeah. the process. Oh and the, the, oh my gosh, there's so much to unpack from the, the this. The fame, the money. Mm -hmm. yeah. What you money can it. buy mm -hmm. you. What the And on the flip side of the coin, in, in the other after show, it's like, you know, for making a murderer right now, Stephen Avery's on the other side of poverty. Yeah. yeah. And you look at what, you know, one guy that a what lot of people can get in one way. And yes, what can, exactly. Yeah. yeah. Ah. It's scary. Right? Yeah, and we're is. still Absolutely. dealing with that today. Absolutely. You know, it's... big time. Um, so let's quickly talk about the cast. Wow, wow, wow. John yeah. Travolta mm -hmm. coming back to TV series uh, since Welcome Back Cotter in 1975. Yeah. I it's mean, not the same yeah. character. No, <laughs> not the same at all. Um, what'd you guys think about his. Uh, Robert Shapiro look is uh, so good. I yeah. mean, I, I thought all the actors were amazing because yeah. I thought to myself, how am I going to be invested? I mean, Ross is there. Right. How am I going to invest my friends? Yeah. How, how am I going to invest that? myself in the the Absolutely. world of this? And they were so incredible. I just got lost in it. In fact, kudos to those actors who, you know, essentially have this. Uh, view of themselves or how we see them and they I mean he changed it Sarah Paulson my right. gosh Absolutely. right I mean Pega and I couldn't believe how well uh, David Schwimmer did as Robert oh, Kardashian yeah. he really moved me I got goosebumps yeah. a couple times likewise yeah. Froze. And I, uh, I, I told you before the show that I had the opportunity to meet with Robert Shapiro about about a month ago about a different legal case with something that I'm dealing with with my company. Mm -hmm. And I'll tell you that, uh, you know, the pursed lips of John Travolta, I mean, he's really got the character mm -hmm. down. Robert mm -hmm. Shapiro's a lot thinner these days. Something It looks uh, like, you know, health has taken a toll on him or something's mm -hmm. taken a toll on him. And when you look at the types of things he deals with, it's not surprising. Right. Yeah. Um, but uh, I, I thought, you know, after sitting with Robert Shapiro and having a conversation with him and seeing John Travolta on TV, I thought he, he nailed it. Spot he did on. pretty right. darn well. Yeah. We have Courtney B. Vance as Johnny Cochran. Mm -hmm. Yeah, amazing. Yeah, I thought yeah. he looks him. just like him. Right. Yeah. Um, and then we have obviously Cuba Gooding Jr. as yes. OJ. The juice. Yeah. I thought that was the harder the harder role because like OJ mm. you're very familiar with. Right. So I, I Cuba doesn't necessarily look like OJ exactly. It's a little smaller, yeah, isn't it? Yeah. Smaller framed. I think they but focused on the complexion. Exactly. But after the first fifteen minutes, I was invested. So likewise. Yeah. Likewise. Yeah. I thought, I thought he did a good job as well. Yeah, and and we want people. We want to know what you guys think as well. Here mm -hmm. we have a hashtag, don't oh, we? Oh yes, uh, we do. Yeah, I'm um, watching my Twitter. I want to see this feed go crazy. He's <laughs> watching his Twitter, and we're also doing a hashtag for the show. It's going to be hashtag ABTVACS American Crime Story. Let us know what you think. Let us know if you want to hear more about something, or if you don't want to hear about something. How do you like the portrayals? Exactly. You know, yes. you know yeah. any anything that's said is going to be appreciated mm -hmm. and accepted. So tweet us. Tweet us. We're so let's get into the the actual episode. So we, you know, start with um, the bodies being found mm -hmm. by the dog, mm -hmm. 
and uh, and you forget, I think, as a person, how serious that is. I remember you, the story, and I don't, I don't think I've ever given it serious and seriousness until I saw her body there. Where, whoa, whoa, whoa someone was murdered. Yeah, <laughs> two people. Yeah. Two people were mm -hmm. murdered. And One of them being his ex-wife, well. almost like, this right. was decapitated. Almost decapitated. Yeah, it's become more about OJ right. rather than the actual murders of you know. Yeah, and people. that's what's important, I think, as I was reading articles about the show, is to keep in mind that these two people lost their lives. Yes. you know, this show can be publicized and it, it could be about the actors and right. blah blah but to and you don't want it to desensitize exactly so we got to remember the two lives that were lost and right I think that the gravitas thing. of it because it, i mean right now yeah. you know like denise brown has become a speaker she's got a speaker's agency right now and i'm mm -hmm. you know I'm a, I'm a professional speaker so i really like i admire that and i'm so proud to see the direction that she's gone but um, I had reached out to her and said, hey, do you, what? and she's like, you know what, I lived through it once, I don't want to live through this again. So we got to think of the, there's families that have mm -hmm. people that they've lost, the Goldmans that we saw on TV. I mean, uh, you know, and, and once again, I think they can be proud of the way things are being presented, because mm -hmm. I think it's, I think it's a, a, a realistic light of what we're seeing, you know, and I, yeah, it, it, it appears to be. It hit home for me when they said, Ron Goldman, 25-year-old actor-waiter. <sighs> I'm thinking to myself, you know, here I am, I've moved to LA to become an actor. Yeah. And, you know, when I knew about the story, I was like a kid, but now I'm like over 25 and going, oh my God, 25 is so young. Yeah, like, young. I cannot imagine, you know, mm -hmm. like having to deal with that and, you know, his family and... And his serving job here in Los Angeles, let me tell you. Yeah, you know. <laughs> you can all relate. Yeah, it's yeah, it's like, yeah. 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 you know, we're, we've all been in that mode to see mm -hmm. that your life could be struck down in that way. It's just, yeah. yeah. So this was two years after the looting and after the riots Correct. of Rodney King. That's I mean, yeah. it provides such a powerful context for this. And in L.A., it yeah. does. I mean, like... the riots, everyone was emotional. I have personal friends who grew up in Los Angeles who told me, I mean, you had to be careful where you were walking. I had one question once about, um, there's a street here in L.A., it's, it's on Jefferson, and there's a jack-in-the-box that has, like, those... Uh, what is it? What the banks have, oh, you know? Like, yeah, oh, the, and I'm like, yeah. what happened? She's like, well, during the riots, like, people stayed getting murdered on both corners of that street. Wow. Oh my where gosh. the Popeyes is and where the Jack in the Box is, and it was just it was just one of those hot spots. And I can't imagine being that age and not being able to walk around. And this yeah. is we're not just talking about South Central and Compton. This is the better part of like Los Angeles, with the exception of Brentwood, of course. Yeah. But this it was all happening, and people wow. were very sensitive. And mind you, I feel like our generation in this era, we don't speak out as much. We don't do we don't have riots. Yeah. So as much as we may think we know what it might have felt like or looked like we don't yeah mm -hmm. it's like when you look at it though it's i mean in terms of the split on racial divides in mm -hmm. terms of uh, you know who was supporting oj and who wasn't mm -hmm. it was the, you know the, somehow they successfully managed to make it about more than oj right. they made it about race black versus white mm -hmm. and that's mm -hmm. the right from the beginning we see that unfortunately we're seeing that in other parts of the country it's it's utterly ridiculous mm -hmm. that in today's day and age that that even be an issue but uh, we're going to see that play out through the entire series, I'm sure. Absolutely. Let's talk about O.J. So O.J.'s reaction to his ex-wife of seven years mm -hmm. being murdered. What did you guys think? It was unsettling. Well, I, I think the reaction was that strange. Sorry. How old was she when she was murdered? Oh, we had a question. How oh, old? No. old was oh. Nicole when she was murdered? Let's look that up. Uh, it sounded because like she was... dating a 25-year-old guy? Like, think about that. Like, a struggling actor-waiter... <laughs> just so happens to hook up with someone who used to date a really famous well, celebrity. Well, we, we don't we well we don't know that they were hooking up, right? Right. We're not we're not exactly sure not on that. Not sure. Right, but what I can say as far as the age difference goes, um 
I work in a place where I can almost guarantee you every Wednesday and Thursday the There's amount be, of cougars. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> cougars come in. Yeah. I'm sorry, and, and no offense, that's not all of this community, but you know, there are a lot of marriages with money, a lot of people who get divorced, and there are a lot of beautiful young men out here. Yeah, and more power to her. That's you know, just, she's going yeah. through so, people's lives are people's lives. Right. I, I, that part I don't was just care. normal, and I, right. I'm not surprised no. at all. I think that's that's yeah. what my reaction was for you. You're like, oh my gosh, that age, being an actor, and then that yeah, I was just like, oh you my just don't God. think that, yeah, yeah. yeah so I, w I, I would personally, I wouldn't even throw her uh, like I wouldn't disparage her memory by, and I know oh, that's no, not, I know no. that's not what you. I'm meant. not saying. I'm no, just I know, saying but I want to be clear that here's a woman that was you know whether it was romantic or it wasn't. Who cares? Right. You know, right. it's, yeah. Other than the person who maybe did this, right? Yeah, mm -hmm. exactly. But uh, yeah, I thought the reaction to me was somewhat normal. But I did wonder in that moment how true the show is portraying what actually happened because I, I just don't know. I don't know those details. Mm -hmm. So do any of you know how close they're paying? Like. How, I mean, we watched. We did watch one of the um, the videos of the news. You know, the, the footage that we have that first news guy, the journalist, yeah. uh, capture when he's conversation handcuffed. when he's being handcuffed when he shouldn't have been. That was completely like that was almost done spot on, spot okay. on exactly. Yeah. So I I want to say anything that was shown to the public, they mimicked exactly for the mm, sake yeah. of the show. Yeah. As far as anything else, but everything I, did that they I interview saw, those officers she was, and find uh, out what his reaction was. Yeah. Side note: uh, Nicole was 35 when she died. Okay, yeah. ten, ten years. years. Yeah, yeah. Mm -hmm. um, it was almost. I'll tell you just from my memories, it was almost verbatim. I mean, the moment we saw the blood on the dog's paws, like I mm -hmm. remember. So that happened. Oh yeah. Okay. Mm -hmm. Oh yeah. That, all of that stuff came out in trial. All uh, you know, to a you know, right down to it, you know, except for you know when he takes a lie detector test mm -hmm. and you see that he passes the, or he fails the lie detector test miserably. A negative twenty-four. Have you guys ever taken a polygraph? No. no. They're <laughs> Thankfully. A, Haven't had to. Yeah. No, I've taken a polygraph willingly, and they're a bitch to pa excuse my language, but they're a bitch to pass. You could like I, you can't. You can't fool the lie detector. Yeah, I understand right. that you could be in a stress state, which could cause a, a something, you know, an, an adverse reaction. But I'm telling you, if somebody fails that badly, there's a reason. Right. Yeah. Yikes. More than nerves. There's a reason. Yeah. yeah. I mean, I. Uh, Okay. Yeah. <laughs> right. yeah. Wow, there's just yeah, a, that's like, what's so yeah. difficult. It's such an argument. And what I'm going to try my hardest to do is not be biased towards uh, an incredible performance of like of, I, of I don't want to be so empathetic. Yeah. Mhm. Mm you, you know? What do you mean? I I mean, I don't want to feel bad for OJ when I'm watching all of these things and all I'm thinking about. Remember I was like, should we talk about um crime of passion? Should yeah. we, you know what I'm saying things like that to to justify this yeah. This situation when no, that's not that's not how it is. That's Nor it was works. it his defense. It wasn't at yeah. all. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah, it was he police. said I didn't do it. A hundred percent not right. guilty, yeah. right? <laughs> now let's talk about OJ and his relationship. So this mm -hmm. is back in the nineties. He's this huge football star. Everybody loves him. He has um, pool parties on Saturdays. He has he plays tennis with, with LAPD. Right. Yeah. So here's this guy that that's so loved. The juice. We're the talking juice. about the juice, the juice at this yeah. point. Yeah. Um, the movies he did. What was the uh, the, the naked uh, gun? The naked, yeah. naked gun. And and so you have when he first gets questioned by the cops and how his answers were so. Oh, I think I was there at six, or maybe it was seven. Oh, eight. Mm -hmm. It was. You see the adoration almost, just uh, willing to. As long as you give me something, just exactly. let's get this down on paper. Yeah. It, it just boggles my mind that something like that could happen. Mm -hmm. 
you know, celebrity or not, you get the questions, get the answers. Right. Like, well, you know, you know and the I, way he giggles a lot of it, too. Yeah, I think that he would, I think he just had a close relationship with them. So I think in their mind, there's no way he did this. Mm -hmm. We have to do this for procedure. Well, right. but they already you know I mean? saw the blood on the Bronco. They, so right from before they ever talked to him, they found the blood on the Bronco. There was a lot of the glove behind the house. But what I what I scene. what I hadn't realized was that they had called him and he was in Chicago. So like mm -hmm. the right. night that they're investigating this, he's in another city. Right. So to me, they probably are thinking he can give us some information and some insight, but he's probably not the one who did this. Right. right. Uh, when I they did the interview, did they do an interview over the phone? Because they were she, uh, when Marsha Clark was listening to the tape. Was yeah. she listening to a tape that was done? No, I don't. It, I don't that was, was he was he, in the when he came in. That yeah. That's when he came in. So they had already seen all that stuff. So for them uh, to not go after those questions was wrong. However, it's easy to be a backseat driver and say, in retrospect, boy, they should have really yeah. pinned him down. Yeah. I feel it, it. It felt to me that they didn't think he did it for a while. It I felt mean, like they, yeah. It was like until the moment they charged him, it felt like they were all like, he probably didn't do this. Mm -hmm. He can't be the juice that yeah, did this. Yeah, exactly. Right. That kind of mentality. Everyone has that, you know. Yeah. I, I, I kind of disagree. I think that they believed. That he did it they thought that he did it and they were but it just was easy to forget it almost. and it was easy to be awestruck by who he was yes. and they were trying to deal with that because ultimately they also had to deal with the problem of his money Right. Are they going to get a you know yeah. the, some sort of a counter suit? I don't know. Yeah. You're the you know you're the the lawyer. I mean, what yeah. that's that's like. Uh, I wish I knew football better. I was like, <laughs> um, who's Jessica Simpson's ex-husband? That's a football player. That's famous. Uh, Tony what? Romo. No, no, no. It's Eric. Oh. What's his name? I forget it. Okay, never yeah. mind. Not him. I'm trying to think of so, uh, a football player that we all know that's Tom famous Brady. Now. Tom Brady. Yeah. Thank you. Yeah. Go past. That's like Tom Brady. We hearing that about him, we're like, no. Just no way. No. Yeah, no way. Yeah, right. And, and if he's in another city when it happened, and he definitely didn't do but it. You, you know, you know what's before a great, football was an issue. Well, you know what's a great metaphor is Donald Trump right now in the press. When you look at how much media attention he has, the celebrity that he has, that he's being taken care of, uh, uh, taken seriously as a presidential candidate mm -hmm. simply because of the celebrity, you, you yeah. notice there's celebrity treatment with celebrity. Yeah. And mm -hmm. I think at the time, O.J. was more People. universally loved. <laughs> but, oh, absolutely. Yeah. absolutely. Oh, than Trump. Yeah. Do you think the cops had in the back of their mind, this is a celebrity, anything that we do, the media is going Scrutinize. to... Yeah. Yes. Yeah. I think they yeah. were also trying to ignore it, too. I mean, that cop, when he got off the phone, he was... It, it wasn't as if he accused him. He was just more disappointed for him not telling him or not being asking uh, why, yeah, asking why, how she died. Yeah. Yeah. So, but it still felt like he probably didn't do it. You know what I mean? Right. And so, yeah, I think that's where they kind of got backed up in that whole celebrity mind game of mm -hmm. just you, it, it catches you up. You ignore what is in your face. You know what I would? I what I believed that they were thinking was what if he didn't do it and if or how can we get ourselves into trouble if he didn't because the evidence was all pointing to it i mean unless yeah. i mean like later on we know that mark Furman was held to account you know they said that he had planted this maybe or that maybe but you know unless that was the case they had plenty of evidence and that's what pissed Marsha Clark off because yeah. she was looking at it going this is this is shut yeah. this we got everything we got the DNA it's his DNA it's on his car the gloves behind his house it, everything was adding up to say he did it yeah I yeah. think we're gonna see some interesting stuff later on because I don't see how it unravels given what we've seen so far right, right. Um, let's talk about OJ and Rob Kardashian yeah mm. their relationship best of friends right yeah. their ex-wives mm -hmm. best of friends it pisses me off a little bit, excuse me, that I, for a moment, felt um, as if I knew him, 
because of the Kardashians, you know, because of the show, oh, because yeah. of the story. Oh, yeah. It's not crazy. Know, right. Yeah. So I, again, this is, I'm trying to tell myself, don't be that person, watch the show for what it is. But it was really emotional to see. And because I know of their dynamic now as a family, I can see and imagine how close they were with O.J. Simpson and, yeah. and Nicole. You know, especially if they were both going through the same thing at the same time when Rob left Chris and mm -hmm. he verbalizes that, oh, this man was there for me during my divorce yeah. and vice versa when that happened. And, you know, married couples, they understand marriages and so they keep a lot of things secretive and it's really hard to to know that he, that he was capable of doing it, but you refuse to ever say that. Uh, there, were, there were rumors for a while, and I don't know, I mean, I'm not a rumor yeah. person, but that, that OJ might be the father of Chloe or one of the one of the Kardashians at one point uh, yeah. because Kim had some wild years, she said. So, Chris. Or Chris, Chris, yeah. sorry. Kim uh, has had her wild years, but they've been closer to now. But, I mean, <laughs> sorry, Kim, love you. Um, but yeah, so they, they were close. This was right. a close relationship yeah. that the families had. I, the one part that I didn't realize was that uh, that Robert Kardashian wasn't practicing as a lawyer. Yeah, I, mean, I didn't and, know and that either. And right? thing I'll say, like, you know that they're close friends when you reactivate your law license yes. to yes. then just be on the legal team to make sure that your friend gets off. Right. So that's a you know it's a big deal if you're not practicing, especially now that you really must think he's innocent if you're reactivating your law license to go defend him. And, and and Robert did look. I mean, as as he was portrayed, really perceived him to be innocent. Yeah. He was like he couldn't have done this either that yeah. or he was in such denial well, that they, he was attempting were, to convince right. himself. I mean, Right. They were very good about showing you the doubts creep into his head. Yeah, end, exactly. Right? Yeah. After yeah. the polygraph, the shock in his face, like, no, yeah. this yeah. can't be true. I mean, Shapiro was really good at reeling him in for it. He was smart. That was a really good move, yeah. I think. Because you need someone who more or less is going to look more genuine than OJ is right now. And, and, and someone who knows him well enough to provide a good defense. What would exactly. o, what would OJ do if he were innocent or guilty? Right. Or, yeah. Right. Shapiro rode the line of what the law is meant to do because everybody deserves a legal defense. It's, um, you know, it's not necessary. It's built to help him get the best outcome from what it was that it could possibly be. What I thought was interesting was when they were talking about when he, uh, when the opening scene, John Travolta, he's in a restaurant yeah. and he's talking about Marlon Brando. Yeah. Mm -hmm. And Dag Drolet, and you, you guys probably wouldn't remember Dag Drolet was the was the boyfriend of Marlon Brando's daughter, who I met years ago in Tahiti, believe it or not. Because yeah. Marlon Brando has an island in Tahiti. And Dag Drolet was killed by Marlon Brando's uh, son. son. So it was the boyfriend of the daughter that was killed. He was shot, and Marlon Brando got some sort of a plea bargain or something to get him five years. That was how it opened up. Yeah. Mm -hmm. And it just went from there to one after another of the name dropping and all of that type of stuff that was mm -hmm. going on. He's a sharp a sharp lawyer, yeah. uh, Shapiro, but then Cochran, remember Cochran comes out and he says, well, he's a he, he, he goes after the plea bargain. Yeah. He's right. not the real deal. Mm -hmm. Yeah. I mean, we're see that. I, I thought the best part of that scene was you have an important phone call, you have to get up and get it. And I thought to myself, yeah, cell phones weren't really like right. as commonplace as they are now. And you wonder if they were, would the real killer have texted someone about it, or no, would you goodness. have some? Would you be able to pull OJ's records and find out if he was guilty or not guilty? But you, you just didn't have that kind of. Uh, oh my god! How did OJ know that he was at that restaurant? Yeah. Is my question. <laughs> No, but th that's the that's what's so crazy is because you you kind of learn how to find people, and what I didn't 
realize Los Angeles is as as large as it may seem on the big screen. It's it's tiny. It's tiny. Yeah. Yeah. They, didn't have, they didn't have GPS tracking and so They didn't have GPS then. tracking. <laughs> and I, I've always looked at this city as a, a private high school. You know, for those of us who move here to become actors and actresses, we're freshmen, and then there's literally your sophomores, your juniors, and your seniors, and your seniors are the ones that rule. Yeah. Right until it becomes something more than that, and it just cracks me up because I I compare it to high school because as adults that is how everyone treats everything, you know. <laughs> Very true. So it's just yeah. it's crazy to me for for them to be able to you know find Shapira at this one place I'm and for him to have him. this meeting and for <laughs> all of them to know each other as well yeah. as they do. You know you know what fascinates That's me. Crazy. I'm just, uh, no, you were just about to say something, but I'll just throw this in quickly. And what fascinates me about Shapiro, I went in there about a business issue that I have, and he said, and I sat down with him, and he said, "What do you want?" And I said, "I want justice." And he said, "Well, the best way is no." He says, "You're not going to get that." Mm -hmm. <laughs> he oh, says, right. "That's not what we do. Let's we sue. Out what you're yeah, we with. sue people. Yeah, yeah. So don't. You're not coming here for justice. If you're coming here, it's because you want to sue somebody." And I remember I was walking out of the office, and um, as I was walking out, I said, w "Was there ever? A, uh, uh, what did I say? I said, when, when did you stop believing?" And he just looked at me and didn't say another word. And then he put me in the elevator. <laughs> I got a nice email from him yesterday. But, uh, but yeah, it was like, okay, when did you stop believing that? I thought, did I just say that to him? Because <laughs> I'm going down the elevator. I mean, love it. looking at it, even in the scene, I, 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 it was almost as if it was the moment he asked him the question initially. Yeah. Did you do did it? Did you do it? Did like, you do it? So, and, and what, but the response. Yeah. What was the response? His he said, response Did you do it? was his response was no, I loved her. I loved her, which was which, in extra words. Yes. And which wasn't the answer to the question. If you look yeah, at that's exactly, exactly what I said. Yes. And he, said like, he didn't answer the question. Mm -hmm. well, he, said, he said no. He, no, but he says her. no. He but does say he, no. But he does say no. But the, to follow with the I loved her is extra he, words. It's extra words, and it would it's, have been comforting as a lawyer for him to be like, no, I did not murder her. Yeah. Right. I did not do it. Yeah. No, I loved her. Are you saying no to what I asked you? Are you saying no because it doesn't make sense in your own head because you loved her also? Yeah. And that's right. the way to lie. Like with the Secret Service teaches uh, lie detection, what they look for, one of the things that they look for is extra words like that or anything that's out of the ordinary rather than just saying no. Yeah. yeah. I loved her gives him the out because then, as right. you're saying, it's, honestly for me it was a motive for it's, this. It's looking for what he can be honest about. Yes. Mm -hmm. did, did you do it? No, I loved her gives him the something he can out. believe. Something he can believe. Yes. There you go. Exactly. Give him certainty. Exactly. Yeah. I'm going to give him a pass on that for now. I love it sounds like but, some good statement. So. Right. No, but I mean, but these are the in a in a case like this, it's like those these are the things that you have to focus in yeah, on, you absolutely. know? And then what one it's of the like lines that Justin is not money guilty, is the only way you know? to get justice is one of the lines that the gentleman said as well. Yeah, yeah. that was one of those one-liners yeah. that you liked. Which, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Which I feel like they, I'm wondering if they put that in there because they kind of know how it's going to mm -hmm. go. Yeah. yeah. And I caught a couple uh, glances of OJ giving those sort of suspicious looks. I'm wondering if they're trying to yeah, make I, us, Kind of know. lean one way. Yes. I, I they are they doing were, that, aren't they? I thought they, they did a really yeah. good job that. of yeah. being neutral, but the body language. Um, when he's in the hotel room, they ask him that question, and the way he sits on the bed kind of like, Reflecting. And, yeah, and I like, wrote, I'm like crying a little bit. I'm like, that looks like a guilty person. Exactly. And I feel like they did that on purpose. <laughs> well, right. They must have done it on purpose. And then you have to ask, where does uh, the portrayal 
move away from what we know to be fact. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You know, we know there's certain facts. We don't know how he moved. We don't know what kind of look he had, right. the grimace on his face. Mm-hmm. We don't know yeah. that stuff. I think it'll be so telling in the coming episodes because I thought yeah. I thought they could have made him look more guilty and they didn't. So right. that was good. So it felt like they were trying to strike a balance, but they had those little moments where you're like, yes, mm. I think that if they were able to create that moment off of the initial phone call. Yeah, yeah, and that's what they did. They they imagined what would that kind of reaction look like in person exactly are you talking about the phone call when they called him in chicago yes that's that's the other one that that was one of those things that stood out was they said no because they asked him or no they said she's been killed yeah he he, said she's been killed they said yes and then he said not only did he not ask how then he said she is is she dead right after you know what i didn't even think of that yeah She's been killed. Yes, she's been killed. Is she dead? Yeah, like I, that's I, what I think. I, I was confused when I even heard that. Too. I was very yeah. confused, but I thought he's in shock. Yes, that was my thought. That it's my th- it's a valid yeah. thought. Right, and I know that I know that, <laughs> I know that, I know that the troll that the second thought in that would be he needs. But did it happen? Like, do you know what I'm saying? You know, there are situations yeah, where people what think happened? They, what the that hell they happened? think they Who, killed someone, but they didn't. What are you talking about? You uh, know, it's like. Yeah. You think about what you would say in that case, but we'll but never, hopefully, never, never yeah. have to deal with that. But I, I think it's a tough part is you just don't know what it would be like to be in those kind of circles. Exactly. Because there's just so far afield of anything normal that you would ever be in. Exactly. Mm. So we have this awesome defense team led by. Robert Shapiro, we have Robert Kardashian, we have Johnny Cochran. Mm-hmm. Do we have him already? We don't Did have he, him. Yet. Oh, he hasn't come Not on yet. board yet. Sorry, yeah. sorry, yeah. I'm jumping ahead. Yeah. Um, but he was introduced. Introduced. Yes. We have mm-hmm. the prosecution, yeah. led by Marsha Clark. She wanted that case all she's to herself. She's a fireball, though. She is. I love well, where she's coming from. Well, first of all, who even knew who Bill was? Let's. I had no idea <laughs> there was a Bill. I didn't know. I was assuming, <laughs> I'm like, is it that guy with the red hair? Yeah. Well, I feel like that was a perfect. Um, I feel like that showed us exactly, it was 1994, you know, uh, women may have not been the most respected at that time. So I like that they let us know a little bit of where she stood as far as them saying, we're going to go ahead and put a man with you on this case. You reckon that was it? It's so crazy. A little bit. I think I did. I I didn't look at it that way. Because because Bill didn't seem, Bill had nothing to say and (laughs) she was, she looked angry right away. Seemed a little sloppy. She had had to confirm to him. (laughs) Sorry, Bill. (laughs) I know you know that I didn't want you on this case, but I'm glad I had you. Right. You know, I, mind you, she's absolutely. driving it, but they—it's as if they needed her to be taken serious as well, and it wasn't going to happen unless she had a man doing the research with her. Yeah. I absolutely agree with that. There was a yeah. shot where they showed Bill's face, and it kind of looked like he was like, "I guess I'm with you." Like, yeah, it, like lucky me. He doesn't exactly. Yeah, I came up you, on this case. Yeah. What's worse than that is what they're making Chris Darden to look like, because he's looking like a lazy guy that was ready to quit, and he—we know he's coming up in a future episode, and right. a, a looking up as a sycophant. Looking Looking up to Johnny Cochran as God, mm-hmm. and he's he's but, about to join her team well, in a little which while. I want to yeah. go ahead and talk about two things that was said during the, those scenes that we saw. One of the first one was um, you see how he fe- Johnny feels as far as when he mentions how many black folks get shot from behind while they're getting attacked. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Okay, one one like look into what's going on during society. The second one is is right before he says the world needs more black men to make a difference is when uh, Chris was Chris Darden. Chris yeah. is a little bit scared but mind you 
even in a judicial system, I, and yeah. mind you, I, I mean, I'm not a black man, so I don't know this, <laughs> but I could only imagine being even scared to get involved with something like that. Oh, Absolutely. yeah. And, and it was when he, they, those lines were uttered, I was like, yeah. That's and it, it immediately put me in that state of what people must have been like before the, yeah, before yeah. the trial. Because I'm going, I don't see that, brother. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but no, but just thinking of these statements are true. Yeah, like this is crazy. And then the minds of the people before they went into the OJ trial, mm -hmm. of course you want to see this guy free. Like, right. he, not only is he a black man and we feel like we've been oppressed, but he's and, a celebrity and he's yeah. like, we already love him, you know? And if you, if you know, when the whole Rodney King thing went down, they beat the crap out of that man. Mm -hmm. The police were wrong yeah. to the Absolutely umpteenth wrong. degree. Mm -hmm. yeah. And so there was a desire for revenge. Some sort of justice would, in yeah, another some way. Sort of justice. Yeah. yeah. So, All right. Um... So the evidence starts slowly coming in. Yes. We see the blood was found on the path leading to the house. Yes. It was on the Ford Bronco. Mm -hmm. His blood type, now we don't know if it's his blood for sure, but his blood type was found at the crime scene mm -hmm. right. on Bundy. These things start coming in. Jill, what was her name, the girl that got? Jill Shively saw him driving around 10 p.m. Reached through yes. a red light. Yeah. So these little things are starting to come through. You can't be doing stuff like that in Brentwood. People are yeah, going to yeah. remember and see. But, yeah. and, and, especially and you when you're OJ. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> and especially when you just killed somebody, right? Yeah. Oh, no, sorry. Mm -hmm. I can't right. I can't come to judgment <laughs> too soon here. I mean, but um, that's where it's at. And if you live in a community, first of all, everyone knows that he lived there. If you're in Brentwood, you know who lives in Brentwood. Mm -hmm. So it was just, it's so easy for anyone to be able to identify him. Mm -hmm. um, but how scary. I mean, I don't know. I almost want to say he's lucky it happened when it did. But that's it. Yeah. We're, who knows what happened? Again, like or, I said, yeah. yeah. And we're planting the seeds already because we've seen, you know, Mark Furman shows up. Mark Furman later on, we we know what's, or at least, you know, we know what's coming from historically. Mm -hmm. You know, he was the one who first sees the blood in the Bronco. He's the one that finds the glove behind the behind mm -hmm. the house. You know, he's the one and. and and it's, innocent or guilty, I think you're right. OJ is very lucky that it happened in that time place because I think if it didn't. If this were a case where he was innocent and it wasn't in that time frame, mm -hmm. he could have very well gone to jail. Absolutely. And that, that's that sense that they were setting up for you is that there was that kind of disparity and injustice sure. where if this person was in fact innocent, they were going to make sure that this right. person did not go to jail. Right. I feel like Chris's character um, is what showed me or made me feel how how scary it must be to know, and, and I'm talking about Rodney King's case, to know how right you were and to have nothing being done about it. Exactly. In, you know, this far along in history, after we've been told what tolerance is and what we need to have in our community, but it was still done in front of your eyes. Right. Yeah. Meaning, why, if, if, and I don't look it, but I'm, I'm Latina, but like there's been plenty of times where, you know, I, I've had to hear, hear things and like how, why wouldn't you be scared? Yeah. You know, where people's opinions have changed about me the second I found out, you know, so it's just, it's just scary to, to even be involved in something like that because you may have had like, like, look, this is, th it's right here. And they said no. They were like, sorry, we're going to take care of this side instead. And yeah. I don't it, know, why would you want to get involved? See, I go right back to the making of a murderer right now that's coming, that, you know, most of us have watched on Netflix. If you haven't, you should watch that too because there's parallels with this. Yeah. yeah. I mean, the guys uh, on that one, it's poverty. So right. these guys are living in abject poverty. They don't have a whole lot of money, although they own a garage. You'd think they'd have some money from that. But um, uh, but they, they, they've got nothing. The police, the town, they don't like them already. And they, for them, it's done. 
done. They're right. they're going to jail mm-hmm. one way or the and, other. And exactly. for OJ, he's rich. Yep. And I'll say, despite racial concerns, the money divide is always it's huge abs- when it comes it's to It's another litigation. form of segregation. You, yeah. Absolutely. absolutely. Yeah. That's exactly right. So, um, winding down to the the end of the episode, he goes to the funeral. Mm. All this evidence no idea, is right? coming, you know, out into the light, and he still attends with Robert Shapiro. Yeah. One of the her family's said, yeah. not happy about it. Like, how dare he show up? Mm-hmm. That yeah. moment with him and Nicole in the casket just gave me didn't shivers. feel right. It, it, it I, was perverse. It, 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 a little except, bit. Except that's what you should do if your wife has just been murdered. Exactly. You're supposed to go to the funeral. It's the mother of his children. No, it's no, a, absolutely. You're supposed to go to the funeral. And kiss her on the forehead. And you're you supposed saw to do it looked like things. It looked like Denise Brown was standing and with Kim Goldman, it looked like. And... The you worst know, part I mean, was I thought seeing the, the you could kind of see there was something covering she the neck. She had to have a neck brace that, so that they covered it, the it really, scar. Yeah, it underscored the the, the gruesomeness. Yeah, listen, I think we saw nothing compared to the real crime scene photos because from what oh, I've heard, I'm they're sure. horrific. Yeah. And then horrific. we um, we we see we have a little preview of. Uh, Chris Jenner finally yeah, and, how, and her crying and talking and I just want to point out that you know women we vent yeah. and especially when you can't talk to most people about it it must have been really awful to who they probably know so much more than ever what was like yeah. let out but then to see that happen and, and like for one of them to say like you know she was terrified of him yeah, it's, yeah. you almost have a sense of guilt as I knew that this abuse was happening should mm-hmm. I have said something should yeah. I have done something more maybe this wouldn't have happened like yeah. did she feel guilty about it mm-hmm. yeah. It was eight times we said the police were out there. Yeah, she yeah. had been beaten by him. There was evidence of it. He had, he had broke a window with a, a car window mm-hmm. with a baseball bat. That, it's that hindsight. It's yeah. the hindsight. hindsight. And the fine line between domestic yeah. violence and like what happens between a private household. Because there's eight times, but over several years. And yeah. then, do you know if it was the same police that responded? Probably mm-hmm. not. And you know, with anyone looking back to say, here are all these incidents, and I don't think they were. Well, at the it was. Time. It was actually mm-hmm. Mark Furman was one of the people that responded. That's why he knew where OJ's house was. Yeah, but to one of them. I just don't know if they respond to all eight. You know, yeah. so you're right, right. Yeah. And then the end, we obviously have him in his meltdown. He writes his will. He's writing these mm-hmm. letters to his fans and his family. I think next episode we're going to see it kind of pick up from there. What do you think about that though? A gun at your head, writing your will. Do you do that if you're not guilty? Oh well, I didn't recall how unstable he was. Right. He was and on. Dr- he was popping pills like was. Uh, Pez candy. Would you do that? Yeah, I yeah. think. I think so. If you're I not guilty, so I think it's quite possible you might want to kill yourself if your your ex-wife, the mother of your children, has been murdered, right. and yeah, they absolutely. think you did it and you're innocent. Right. I think you might just want to kill yourself. Right. I mean, I think it could go either way. You could yeah. either convince yourself that you're innocent when you're not, or yeah. you can be innocent and convince yourself that you're guilty, mm-hmm. as Homeboy did on um, that show that you guys are doing. Yeah, yeah. Um, Making um, Making right. yeah. Sorry for saying it the way that I did. <laughs> <Okay>. <laughs> but, uh, no, yeah, because so, I don't watch it, but I'm saying the mind works in different ways. And it, I, I could only imagine if you're legitimately innocent and your ex-wife just been murdered, you and just your see your kids. there and everything. Yeah, and now people are just media frenzy and people think you did it. Right. And you're be, you're about to go to jail? And you're about, and he, I would think though that yeah. that guy's ego was so pumped up that he would think that nothing could touch him whether the police were there or not. I just, I, I have Maybe. a hard time, I have a hard time believing it. And remember, he, his, his, his thinking was not going to the wife of what happened to the wife who the hell did this he did yeah. refer himself to the third person a couple of times during this mm-hmm. yeah. the juice yeah. Yeah, yeah 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 well yeah it kind of gave you a little insight to the possible ego. ego yeah i can't wait for next episode um let's quickly quickly get into news and gossip real quick i have a, just a couple of things i want to touch on After Buzz TV news. 
and gusto. So it, today is February 2nd, 2016, yes. obviously. Um, O.J. Simpson and Nicole actually got married February 2nd, 1985. Yes. So wow. today is kind of a special day for this whole story. Uh, Sarah Paulson, who plays Marsha Clark, she was actually filming American Horror Story at the same time as this show. Brilliant. So wow. at nighttime, she would dress up as Hypodermic Sally on American Horror Story, which is this... <laughs> druggy, creepy, I mean, blood all over her, needles. And then um, in the morning, she would take it all off, go on to set, and she was Marsha Clark, so she was doing this huge simultaneous role. So wow. it has to be such Pops an emotional... emotional. A mental. Yeah. She might need some psychiatric and I, I, treatment. I'll tell you what, from oh her God. portrayal, like, I, I, I'm, I'm a fan of Marsha Clark right now. I'm, I, I think she's a, a fireball, and, and mm-hmm. you know, I, I'm a big fan now. And speaking of Marsha Clark, the real Marsha Clark, a little interview about this, she said that she... It was absolutely awful for her to watch this. She watched the first episode at least. Oh yeah. Uh, she didn't want to relive it. The whole trial was a nightmare. She just uh, well, was dreading a, the entire series. As an attorney, Marsha Clark is kind of held up as the attorney that you don't don't want to be. You right. know? So I can only imagine for yeah. her. All right. So that's it, guys. That's our story. Um, our story. Our, <laughs> our story. That's our story. We're sticking to it. Yeah. Where can everybody find you guys on social media? Yeah. Again, Shaka Strong. Love to hear your comments and your questions. And you can find me on Twitter at Stephanie Georgie and on Instagram at the Stephanie Georgie. Uh, Chris Howard live at Twitter and legendarylivingdaily.com. Awesome. And you can find me on all social media at Pegarad. Thank you so much for tuning in, and we will see you next week. Bye-bye. From executive producers Maria Menounos, Kevin Undergaro, Phil Svitek, and the entire AfterBuzz TV staff, we would like to thank you for listening to the AfterBuzz TV network. To watch or listen to other After shows and post comments or questions, be sure to visit AfterBuzzTV.com. I'm Sir Richard Wentworth, and this has been a presentation of AfterBuzz TV. Buzz, Buzz you later. later. From executive producers Maria Menounos, Kevin Undergaro, Phil Svitek, and the entire AfterBuzz TV staff. The views expressed like herein are those of the host only and do not necessarily reflect the views of AfterBuzz TV or its owners or principals.